Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On January 29th, 2021, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That is what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. This is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. Hey, Kelly, how are you today? Good morning and happy Friday, Joe. Um, I'm wonderful. It's a beautiful morning. It's had a nice amount of rain last night and early this morning, so it's a gorgeous morning, and I'm good. Right. How are you? Mm, I love it. Wonderful, wonderful. It's uh, as you know, I'm I'm uh, currently uh, on extended vacation in Lake County, California, about 80 miles north of uh, San Francisco, and uh, it's rainy a little. It's just not heavy rain like it is down in the south bay but it's good well, i like it yeah it's good um yeah. we like it howard how, last week you told us you um ha, you were uh, fortunate to watch the um the birth of two little baby lambs how are those little things doing? yes they are doing fabulous we just uh took uh the the whole team minus mom Katie and the two lambs. We took the whole team to a local uh, peach orchard. Um, so they're uh, they're in uh, uh, they're they're working today. They're they're mowing the lawn in the peach orchard, and that's what they do. That's uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a local peach orchard just just down the. It's about a quarter mile away. So in the mornings we take them down there. Mom and the two new babies are just still here in the pen, and they're hanging out because they're not quite ready for that journey, but they'll be ready soon. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, we, no, no child labor up there. Yes, okay. Right, right. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's good. Well, I'm excited um, because um, the, the big announcements from Gavin Newsom, our governor, this week, and, you know, reopening in our our county, um, which doesn't always follow suit on all the state directive, because they can be more restrictive. Um, They are, for the most Mm -hmm. part, following suit with the reopening. So everybody kind of screamed um, a hallelujah on on Monday when the announcements came that first, uh, nail salons, yeah, personal care, nail salons, hair, massage, facial, waxing, all those personal care services could open immediately um, on mm-hmm. Monday. And some of them did, you know, some of them, you know, you know what's difficult about these announcements and the open, close, open, close roller coaster that we've been on during the pandemic is that mm-hmm. most businesses can't react that fast and, and just open literally within hours, you know, um, right. they make it sound so good right. when they announce it, but it's just not reality because many of these places have had to furlough employees for the, you know, gosh, 
fourth or fifth time this year, and you have to rehire them. You have to bring them back. And in some cases, they have to retrain, or sometimes, you know, uh, the employees have gone elsewhere or something, you know. So it's not quite that simple. But but I think, you know, by now and next week, most of those personal care services are ready to go. Um, You know, everybody can can beautify themselves again. So there's a lot of happiness, (laughs) Uh, particularly. And so we're excited. Mm -hmm. And then um, a part of that announcement also was that outdoor dining can resume um, throughout the state. And then the county, for the most part, is going along with that. Um, We have restrictions, of course. Um, You know, it's always a given that we have to wear a mask and, and distance. But there'll be a few more restrictions as far as table placement and protocols within those dining areas but we're so excited um and we're hoping it's going to be a beautiful weekend might be a little chilly but it's going to be sunny and people are ready to you know get back out and um dine you know and dining out is a little different than dining Hmm. at home and uh some people keep saying to me well why can't they just get the takeout and just go home and enjoy it i go well they can because we have delicious food in Manhattan Beach, but it's a little different, mm-hmm. you know, because when you're, it's, mm-hmm. it's a different experience. And, um, you know, it, it, to each his own, there's always something for everybody. So if you feel comfortable, you know, you can um, dine out this weekend in the outdoor park less. Um, if you still want to do takeout, you can do that. But um, uh, our friend Sylvie Gabrielle from Love and Salt, remember we had her on regarding mm. um, with her regarding her project where all the regarding her. LA. Yeah, she's right. extended. Uh, she's so excited about the outdoor dining opening up and her um, what she calls boozy brunch offerings with all the hot filled chicken and, and the different chefs coming into uh, Love and Salt last weekend and doing takeout was so popular it sold out way in advance that they um, extended it for this weekend also so um, that food festival of sorts um, you know has, is continuing on and continuing on in Manhattan Beach but all the other restaurants are so excited and um, you know a little sign of life and all of that has a really a direct impact on on the retailers and so you know when those right. other sectors are open, it really helps the retail. So once again, um, for the hundredth time in the last year, I feel like I'll say, you know, shop, eat, (laughs) dine, do everything local, support your local businesses. Um, You know, a lot of them are hanging on by their, you know, their eyebrows and their eyelashes and their fingernails right now. So let's, you know, continue to support them. So uh, very excited. Yeah. Positive signs um, for the weekend and um, we'll take it. Um, Right. You know, gosh, um, well, it's been a, it's been almost a year. Um, well, it has been a year since the first case in Los Angeles County, but it's been almost a year since all of us, you know, really started hearing about this. So, um, you mm-hmm. know, we got to keep mm-hmm. we got to keep trying. We're not giving up. It's a gallant, you know, effort. So, um, there are a few other things going on um, in the area. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jeff. Just a few. Just a few things going on. <laughs> Just a few. Um, you know, uh, uh, down here, uh, uh, vaccines um, capability has been opened up to 65 plus. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about it's very difficult to get an appointment, but anybody listening, you know, if you're 65 and over, um, you can, you know, you can call or you can go on vaccinatela.com and um, get an appointment. But Beach State's Health District is offering kind of a vaccine 101 zoom seminar next week on february 4th from 5 to 6 30 p.m um they have like kind of their medical team lined up to answer questions um, about the vaccine uh and i uh, they've already got i think over 500 people signed up for that but we encourage everybody to tune in for that because it's very important um beachstateshealthdistrict.com you can find their information um the city of manhattan beach is offering a climate ready workshop on also on february 4th at 6 p.m so those things overlap um, depending on your interest um, but you can go onto the city website citymb.org and register for that you know it's important we're so focused on the pandemic um, and businesses mm-hmm. rightfully so you know the health and safety um, of people and the business climate but there's other things in you know the overall climate of 
the world is so important. We can't take our eye off of those very important things that affect us um, right now, but more so long-term too. So City of Manhattan Beach Climate Ready Workshop next week, February 4th, 6 p.m. Register on their site, cityMB.org. Um, and then I'm, uh, next Friday we're going to have on the show um, our returning guest, uh, Sylvia Gayage. She'll be going over the um, tax laws, you know, and updates. And that's always a popular um, show. So right, um, right, yeah, she's on. She's on next Friday. So uh, we had we had a podcast, or excuse me, a Zoom seminar a couple a uh, couple weeks ago uh, with her and DM Chase talking about laws. But um, she'll be on next Friday. So all sorts of good things okay. coming up. Um, you know, we're never at a loss. If anybody needs information, or they can always call us at the chamber. Um, stop by, go Great. on our website, um, or follow our newsletter because all these lovely announcements um, are are in that. And I forgot mm-hmm. one of the most important events of all. I always leave the best for last, right? Um, yeah. Manhattan Beach Chamber, the Manhattan Beach Chamber Inclusion Committee is hosting our first big um, Zoom webinar um, with the Inclusion Committee called Unity, the Movement of Change in Our Community. Um, That is on February 4th from 1 to 2.30 p.m. via Zoom. We are super excited about it. We have an amazing panel lined up, um, Kobe Jones, uh, Mm. Olivia Clark, who's an award-winning uh, number one, Amazon number one bestseller for her book, Black School, or Black Girl, White School, excuse me. We have Jen Fenton, the president right. of the MBUSD um, school board, and of course, right. ever so um, lovely and connected and social influencer, Tanya Monahan, talking about fashion and uh, the media world and the changes that have been made, and really how each one of these um, sectors, you know, are navigating. Uh, the diversity, equity, and inclusion world, the changes they personally um, have been a catalyst for and what is, you know, kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be sharing their mm-hmm. personal experiences, and then, and then we're going to have kind of an open dialogue conversation with them. And um, our guest today is my co-host for that panel, and uh, very excited to have her and everybody else uh, joining us next week for that unity on um, February 4th. Fantastic. Um, I really uh, am so excited about that. I bought Olivia Clark's book for my two daughters. Oh, yeah. And they were so uh, appreciative and and uh, they were so uh, excited about reading that book. It's really an, an anthology uh, of uh, many different authors um, that she has uh, uh, edited. And uh, we're really excited about that. My daughters are excited. Thank you for doing this, Kelly. This is amazing. You know what? We're really excited about it, Joe. Yeah, we're committed to making a change, at least in our business community. And, you know, we really feel that we already have. And and that ripples out into other sectors in the area. And I'm excited about it. You know, we were on a call um, last night with our panelists kind of going over, you know, what will, how um, next week will look. And Olivia was on there. Mm -hmm. And what a sharp young lady she is. Wow. I love her book, too. I mean, her book is just lovely. There's Mm -hmm. so many great tidbits in there. Just amazing. Mm -hmm. But what an amazing young lady she is. And I love her. Her her mother sent me an email and I, you know, just thanked her uh, for creating Olivia, you know, and she's like, oh, (laughs) She goes, she's a force to be reckoned with. We, we just, you know, let her do her thing. We get out of her way. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it, she really, it's amazing. I'm super excited. It's going to be the first of its um, type event for us and really in the South Bay. And um, you can, of yes. course, sign up on the ManhattanBeachChamber.com website. So there you go. Yes. All right. Well, uh, co-hosts Kelly Stroman and Tamala Lewis of Unity. Uh, you got to find out more about this, the movement of change in our community. I love the, the tagline, there's no community with – you can't spell community without unity. <laughs> I love you like that, that huh? <laughs> that's fantastic. 
<laughs> it is true. It oh. is true. Um, okay, shall we introduce right. our fabulous yes. guest? Please. All right. Um, we have the beautiful Pamela Lewis. Pamela Lewis, AEG's Dignity Health Sports Park Senior Director of Community Affairs in the Foundation. In this position, she oversees the Dignity Health Sports Park Community Affairs, public service events, and charity events for the venue. Dignity Health Sports Park is Southern California's home of world-class competition and training facilities for amateur, Olympic, collegiate, and professional athletes. Um, it is home to Major League Soccer's LA Galaxy, the five-time MLS Cup champions. Tamla has been with AEG for over 17 years. She presides on several community boards and has received several awards and honors. Uh, that's an understatement, by the way. <laughs> um, it, she uh, sits on boards such as the YMCA, Boys and Girls Club, and also um, the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors. She has provided the community, kids, and families with countless donations and event opportunities for many years. Even when she is off the clock, she gives her time and dropping off holiday gifts toys, books, and trying to lift family spirits through food drives, um, diversity, inclusion, listening calls, and backpack, backpack drives through COVID-19 and the civil unrest. She's a busy woman. Uh, Tamla is the wife of four-time Olympic track and field medalist Steve Lewis and a mother of two beautiful daughters. She is also a former recording artist on Columbia Sony Records, a professional dancer for several top recording artists, and a clothing designer. Today, we'll, we will get to know more about Tamla and the many activities she is a part of, as well as talk about the upcoming event the Chamber is holding on February 4th, Unity, a Movement in Ch of Change in our community. Uh, Tamla, welcome to the show. We are so glad you could join us this morning. Thank you, Kelly. I'm going to walk you walk around and just take you with me everywhere. You're like, <laughs> that is, that's the best intro ever. Can I just take you everywhere with me? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 would, I would be thrilled to do that with you. The feeling is mutual. Uh, that, that's, you're so sweet. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. And I'm so happy to be here this morning with everyone. I know it's a little rainy this morning, but the sun is peeping through. And uh, I guess we can say that all for around the world. It, we have some dark clouds, but the sun always comes through. <laughs> so uh, I'm just happy to be here this morning. There, Tamala, there are so many different directions that we could go in for this conversation. We wanted to have a conversation with you primarily because of this unity event. It is so important for uh, different communities to focus on the positives that are available to us now. I mean, with uh, Kamala Harris is, as our sitting vice president, uh, mm -hmm. the, the whole world is looking at America and saying, America is doing what they say they want to do. America is doing, you know, into some measure, uh, uh, showing progress uh, according mm -hmm. to their their creed. What, tell us what you think about this current climate that we're in and this unity uh, event. Tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll branch out. <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, the the you know the climate that we're in. And the whole process, um, Kamala Harris is my sorority sister, so I have to give shout out to Alpha Kappa Alpha Incorporated. Not to mention today, January 29th, in 1913, we were incorporated, and our Founders Day just happened January 15th, right before she came in as vice president. So. To, that is an overstatement, not to mention I have two daughters. So to be able to see her come mm. into our, you know, into our White House is just absolutely phenomenal. And the whole, like you said, the whole world is watching. The whole world is watching the us make this world. amazing strive. And I'm just I'm just blessed to be here to see it. I'm blessed to see that we're making changes and moving forward. And this Unity Day event is so timely, is truly timely, um, of being able to bring all of these amazing people to the table to talk about how in all of these industries we are moving forward 
in change. And we're going to do this together um, because we cannot right. we cannot get through any challenge unless we come together. So I, I'm just happy to be right. truly a part of this. I'm happy to be there with Kelly making this amazement statement that we are here to make changes and we're going to do it, you know. And for those who don't get it at first, we're hoping that you jump on board and understand that we're doing this for the best of all, for all of us, you know, for to move forward. Well, you know, uh, Tamala, you know how that works, right? Uh, they're, they're not quite for it. They might be against it, but eventually it will be their idea. They right. will have thought of it first. Exactly. Right? They thought of it first. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all. It, that's how it always works. But we know, you know, that's why there's that's why there's people like you that is that has this history on record. <laughs> <laughs> when when we when we talk about unity, I mean, we're looking at this this uh, uh, the the word as an acronym: unconscious bias awareness, neurodiversity inclusion, thoughtful conversations, and youth education and development. The word that I focus on, the word that, I mean, I don't know if, if, if everyone out there is aware, but the largest corporations on earth, you know, maybe they're Fortune 10, Fortune 15. They, they may be billions, hundreds of billions of dollars a year. If they grow by 1%, that's huge. They, yeah. they have to look at every detail of growth, and one detail that is clear, is stark, is that you can't have teams of people that cannot make decisions. You can't have teams of people that cannot see the future, see what's happening in the market. And you can't mm-hmm. do that without inclusion, without diversity. You can't. Yeah. Isn't you have, that amazing? Everybody has, everybody has to be invited to the table. And, you know, wow. it's, 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 it's just everybody has to be because no one can move forward um, unless you have everyone around the table because you have to know what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And, you know, with our company, you know, with AEG, we had an amazing listening call with all of our staff. Our head, our president and CEO sat on several weeks of calls so he can – put groups, small groups of people from our company in a listening call. He wanted to hear from us. He wanted to make sure we were okay. He wanted to make sure that we were doing everything right in the company. And if we weren't, he wanted to know what we were doing wrong and how we could do it better. And he only had like maybe 15, 10 to 15 people on the call. And so we have hundreds of people. He had to do this for weeks to literally sit Mm -hmm. down with all of us to hear he wanted us. He said, this is a safe pace. I don't want you to hold anything back. I need to understand everything. And that is why, Mm -hmm. and that is a perfect example of bringing everybody to the table Um, because you cannot move forward. You cannot understand what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong unless you have everybody at the table. It's just as simple as that. Mm Uh, there's so many uh, wonderful things to talk about. Now, I'm, I have to lean on, on my co-host, Kelly. Kelly, what are we going to talk about first? We've got several <laughs> things that we can take with, with Pamela, but what are we going to talk about first? I, there, there is so much um, to talk about, and uh, Tamla's experience uh, is so vast because of being with AEG and the global um, network, you know, that she was, is within. But um, one thing I think right. both of you said is, and Tamla and I have had this conversation many, many times, but maybe we start here, Tamla, is, you know, you, you, got, you both just said, you know, the world is watching. America is watching, you know. Right. Um, the world is watching America is what you both said. Right. And I think Tamla know, knows where I'm going because, you know, we keep saying, uh, particularly the two of us, um, the world is watching Los Angeles right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the world is watching, you know, places like Manhattan Beach. The world is watching other areas. And so, Tamla, you know where I'm headed with that. Do you want to kind of start there and talk about yeah. how, you know, the optics? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and 
The reason why we pinpoint on Los Angeles when I say when we say the world is watching is because, you know, sports and entertainment is a huge part of, you know, the world. Um, and everybody, you know, watches every movie, listen to every music, li- listen to know all the athletes, no matter what, wor- what country you're in in this world. And we are mm-hmm. about to bring Super Bowl, we're about to bring World Cup, we're about to bring the Olympics to Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. this is going to be year after year, the next few years, it's going to be a major event coming to our city that's bringing every kind of culture, every type of religion, every type of people, every part gender. Everyone is coming to L.A. And so everyone is watching us because they want to make sure that this is a comfortable and safe environment for them to come to. And with everything that's been happening in the, in the U.S. and the world is watching, you know, Sparking from the George Floyd murder and the COVID and everything that's happened in the U.S., everyone is already watching us, but they're they're watching us even more because all of these major major events are coming to L.A. and they're bringing a lot of different people with them. And so we got to make sure that we're doing this right. You know, we got to make sure everyone's comfortable coming to this city, and we have to make sure that. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is there, and the unity is there, and everybody will be happy, and they're coming to this environment um, to make sure that they're in a safe place. And that's what we mean when we say the world is watching, um, because it's very important for everyone to know that, you know, people need places to stay at hotels. People want to visit the beach. You know, there's beach beach volleyball for the Olympics. There's all of this stuff that's going to be happening, and these people are already looking. Where am I going to stay? Where, you know, all of these things are already happening. You know, Super Bowl will be here right down the road in Inglewood, you know, in the next year. Right. So it's a lot of things that's happening, and we just need to take note of that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, wow. Uh, it is really uh, a, a sort of a, a confluence of uh, forces that are going to be uh, focused on this uh, region of the country. When you think about this, and and I'm speaking from the perspective of AEG, are they, um, is there something special that's going to happen with AEG, the sports park, in terms of how they're going to um, host the Olympics? Uh, I yeah. assume Olympic uh, events are going to have happen there. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, there is a, a 2028 the website that actually you can see renderings already of all of our facilities. We already know what our facilities are going to look like. And the gesture, we will have five events alone at Dignity Health Sports Park. You know, um, you know, opening ceremony is going to be down the street in Inglewood. There's all this stuff that's going. The South Bay Park is basically what they're calling this Olympic area. We will have so many events alone in the South Bay area for the Olympics that it's going to be unbelievable. So I recommend everybody who who has who's not aware to go to the website, um, twenty the twenty twenty eight uh, website LA twenty twenty eight. And you will be able to see what events are happening where, and you will see how much is happening in the South Bay and how all eyes are on us. And it's very important. And even be, like I said, before that even gets here, because 2028 may seem a long way off, we got Super Bowl coming next year, next month. I mean, next year and everything that's literally yeah. coming to the area. So, um, yeah, we, I, I think people need to be aware, and I don't think people get that quite yet until it's like it, till it's majorly announced, and then they're like, "Oh my God, that's coming here!" Um, but I don't, I uh-huh. think they really <laughs> realize that they need that it's we're already on radar, um, and that's right. important. Right. I love it. Exactly. Well, the website is LA. I'm just uh, Kelly. I just wanted to say the website is la twenty eight dot org. La twenty twenty eight. 
Yes. Oh, twi- well, there's an LA-28, too. I don't know. There, oh, yeah, uh... and there, there might be two of them. Yeah, there probably are two of them to make sure everybody gets there. But definitely go on, and there's renderings Ooh. and everything that's already there. Wow. Okay, Kelly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, what's interesting is when, first of all, um, I agree. Most people don't realize the complexity and the enormity of these events and how it will literally, you know, take over the entire Southern California region and and then some, you know, a little bit. But then also like looking towards next year, this time next year, Super Bowl will be here in Los Angeles. And uh, most people that I mentioned that to don't realize the enormity of that. It's, it's not just a game one day, you know, at what will be, you know, SoFi Stadium. It is really 10 days at least. Uh, ten, it's you know, ten to ten days to two weeks of media coverage, of hospitality, of entertainment, and um, so many auxiliary um, functions and groups and education types of events. Um, there's, it's it's mind-boggling. So, uh, and I think we're also consumed with the pandemic. I'm going to go back to that again because people are taking their eye off the ball on a lot of things and looking down the road. We're so stuck on surviving right now. So we've got to start talking and dialoguing about the future. Um, When uh, we, Tamla, if you would too, if you would just um, explain to people who don't know what AEG is and Mm -hmm. the other facilities that AEG um, is in here in the South Bank. I don't think they, a lot of people don't, you know, realize the scope of that too. Yeah, and I, I just want to add, you know, um, before I touch on that, is that, um, you know, sports and entertainment, we have been shut down since March 13th of 2020, um, and it has affected us unbelievably. So when we come back and people need to look ahead because we're going to be coming out of this pandemic and people are going to be excited to be out <laughs> and to be entertained, and that is going to draw people from everywhere just because of what we are currently dealing with. Um, And so I want people to keep that in mind that this will be, this time next year will be like, oh, my God, it's freedom. You know, it's going to be a whole different different, um, experience than we've had in the past just because of everything we've gone through in this in this time period. But AEG is Anschutz Entertainment Group, and we, um, we, we own Staples Center, LA Live, Dignity Health Sports Park, along with stadiums and arenas that we manage and own around the world. And you can go to AEG Worldwide to get more details on the company at, at home, because I know we're, we're on short of time. But Definitely, and also teams. We have the LA Galaxy. We have the LA Kings. Of course, you know, we have, you know, we're part of the Lakers and all of that type. Those are, that's our family. It's an AEG family. Um, and it's an incredible company to work for. It's an incredible group of people. And it's been challenging for us because, like I said, we open, we had opening day. Um, the day before we shut down last year with the LA Galaxy, we had 30,000 people in the stands. The next two days later, that was on a Saturday. On Monday of that same week, weekend, we were shut down in sports and entertainment. And we have not been open and functioning. We are still all working from home. And we've had, a, we've lost a lot of people through layoffs and furloughs and things of that sort. But when we come back, and we're already coming back, we also do a lot of music festivals. So Coachella is ours. The New Orleans Jazz Festival is ours. Stagecoach is our festival. So we, we have been on, fro- we have been frozen and we're all super excited, so we know the world is going to be super excited to come to all of these events and to finally get out to a to the new normal. Um, so that is pretty much what we do: um, is you know, from ticketing to festivals to facilities to teams um, across the board. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Um, it's a lot. It's huge. And you know what's interesting is. Um, 
I often, uh, not so much recently, but uh, particularly in the past, I have the pleasure of um, speaking with and sometimes entertaining um, travel writers um, that come to Los Angeles and then discover the beach areas and, and particularly the culinary scene in Manhattan Beach. And then they come down and they want a little tour. And uh, one writer um, years ago from New Zealand who had been to Los Angeles several times, you know, he said to me, you know what, Kelly, he goes, the majority of the world looks at, you know, um, L.A. or Hollywood. They don't realize all the sub-neighborhoods and cultures um, and little pockets that are all a part of the greater Los Angeles area. And when somebody, you know, arrives for the first time from overseas um, at LAX, um, they're overwhelmed by how vast and spread out it is. And when they start, um, sometimes by happen chance, other times maybe they're guided by, you know, a friend or somebody who's been here before or maybe the concierge at their hotel or whatever, uh, they find the little neighborhoods and pockets. Um, then they start identifying with certain areas of Southern California other than just the big Los Angeles, you know, because when you look at, you know, Los Angeles versus um, Manhattan Beach versus Santa Monica versus even little areas like Hancock Park or, um, you know, uh, Little Italy or, you know, I mean, all those little different, you know, Silver Lake areas, they're, they're all so different and have their different personalities and, and different offerings. So, you know, I, I know Tamla feels this way. I really feel this way that it's so important that, you know, all of us, not just Los Angeles, you know, as, a, as, a, uh, as an overlying area, but everyone realizes how we're a part, all these little parts are, you know, a, a part of the greater good of the Los Angeles area and how important it is for all of that to be healthy and welcoming and inclusive of everybody every day, but, and, you know, and then the world. So, you know, I focus on uh, being the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. I, you know, I, of course, I'm always focused on Manhattan Beach, but I always, my, you know, my lens goes way beyond Manhattan Beach. And I'm always, you know, talking to people going, we have to look outside of that because people love coming to Manhattan Beach when they discover it because it is safe. It's clean. Um, we have amazing beaches. You know, we have the pier. We have um, restaurants and shopping that is fantastic. It's not nearly as crowded um, as areas like Santa Monica or Beverly Hills, which are wonderful for people to go see also. But when they, you know, there's choices. And Manhattan Beach is a very popular choice when somebody wants a little bit more of a low-key uh, day. It's also, you know, 10 minutes um, south of Los Angeles Airport. Um, it's just a stone's throw from downtown Los Angeles. It's a stone's throw from Santa Monica and other, you know, popular areas, Hollywood and what have you. So it's, um, for me, I want, you know, the world looking at Los at Manhattan Beach as a little gem and going, what is that? And, oh, my gosh, when I go to Los Angeles, I have to go to Manhattan Beach. And I want to find, and then when they get here, I want them having the best experience possible and feeling welcome. And, you know, when the, um, when George Floyd was murdered and all the unrest, you know, um, started back in June, I immediately went to um, Manhattan Beach um, Chambers Board of Directors and said, um, we have work to do. And we need to, you know, we need to look within. We already were looking within, but how are we being inclusive in the business community? And being with the chamber, that's my main focus, is the business community, which obviously affects and impacts so many other communities. But, you know, what can we do um, and how can we be uh, a more inclusive um, chamber of commerce and a more inclusive business community. And my board was immediately supportive. And um, thus then we started forming the inclusion committee, um, which has uh, 11 members from uh, the chamber of commerce membership and myself. And from there, we started talking about what was our mission? What was our founding statement? What, what were our goals? And, you know, uh, we were all very committed and very clear that this was not a temporary committee. This would be really a committee in perpetuity and um, something that we feel can really make a change in the, in the business climate. Um, we also work, you know, always with the um, 
city council and other leaders in the city. So we've conducted listening calls with the chief of police, um, our current mayor, Suzanne Hadley, with the school district, with some black-owned business owners, and um, learned. I mean, I've learned so much, and we've dealt with those different difficult conversations. And um, we've, you know, made it a safe place for all of us to come together. We meet once a week because there's so much to talk about and really discuss how do we handle, you know, this difficult topic? How do we handle um, the optics of maybe what is being said about the city? Well, yeah, those type of things. And um, the committee is so amazing because we've made it a safe place. And we talk about black, brown, LGBTQ, you know, every population, you know, and not, not just um, African-American. And so I'm really proud of the committee and, you know, uh, in November, you know, we started talking about hosting a larger platform event um, that could um, be open to more people because of the listening calls we were doing with all these leaders were amazing. Uh, you can't get enough of them and um, so educational for us, but it wasn't something that was shared with, you know, um, outside of the group purposely because we kept the listening calls, you know, um, kind of a safe space. So anything could be discussed and they uh, purposely were not recorded too. So when we, we kind of started getting kind of that itchy, antsy feeling like we need to share this with more people. And that's how we came up with um, the panel event that we're hosting next week, Unity, uh, a movement of change in our community. And then we started, you know, plugging in, okay, what do we want to accomplish with that event? What is our goal? Who, who do we want speaking at that event? And um, I want to dive into that because uh, Tamla is my co-host for that event, and she's obviously on the inclusion committee with the chamber. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. we struggled with that, Tamla, right? At the very beginning, we were wrestling with how, yes. what, what is this going to be and where do we want to go with this? So, Tamla, do you want to kind of share kind of some of that background information and, and kind of how we uh, got to the panel where we are now? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that we wanted to share what unity meant to everyone across the board from different sectors and different businesses. And I think we wanted to touch on the changes that are being made that people may not realize or may not have noticed that were being done, whether it was in sports and entertainment, whether it was in publications, what's happening in our schools, because they're, you know, they're being hit with, you know, with parents who agree and disagree with things that are being changed and all of those things. And also, you know, just talking about, you know, publications, how they're now bringing in, um, you know, different types of models and advertisers, whether it's, you know, black models or your, um, your, um, you know, different genders or different types of things that are coming into the magazines and publications, it, we wanted to share that, and we wanted to make sure everyone knew this is not a convenient woke moment. You know, this is not a box that's being checked. People and companies and businesses around the, the United States and the world are making changes, and we wanted to share that with people because sometimes it's not in your face. Sometimes we have to bring it to people to show them what is happening, and and that's how this all came to play, is to actually share what is happening across the board in different sectors and different businesses and what people are doing already, and actually things that were happening before, you know, George Floyd. What was happening prior, you know, we had everything in the sports and entertainment industry you know, happening with our, you know, women and, you know, pay and wages and things of that sort that were actually being affected, you know, prior to George Floyd and was already, we were already working hard in sports and entertainment to bring that wage gap together from men and women. That was already happening with the Me Too movement and all of that prior to this. But a lot of those things now, because the world stopped and took notice, because we were literally shut down and stuck in our homes to take notice to not only the George Floyd murder, but everything that was happening in our communities 
we now had to take notice. And we just wanted to bring this to light, um, what is happening and with the changes that are currently being made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this is good. And we're going to get this done (laughs) and bring those uh, awarenesses, Um, just awareness of of what's going on. This is good. I don't have much to um, add, Kelly. Okay. No, I was just going to say – uh, Tamla says, "I know you got two, you got two women here who are pretty, um, I, you know, uh, well, we're on it, Joe, right?" <laughs> I um, know, I know. Um, Tamla says something that has been a big part of our conversations too. Is this is not about just checking a box, and um, you know, Tamla talk. You know, it's not about checking the box like, oh, we did this. It's about truly making, you know, change and the movement of change in not just our community, but in different sectors. And, you know, what is the difference between truly making that change and checking the box? And I think, you know, that starts. That's that's a, that's a big talk about that. It starts with um, conversation, you know, education, and trying, and you know, honestly, kind of walking through um, that process. Because when you start having these difficult conversations with different populations, um, you 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 walk through them you listen you stumble you feel uncomfortable and you know i think some of the best change comes when you feel uncomfortable um because that means you're you're getting out of your box you know and you're stretching and you're growing and um if we with this event and our our um committee and, you know, what we're doing, and all of us sit on other boards and other committees, if we can just keep that conversation going and, again, make it, you know, that safe place to have these conversations, and it's okay to stumble and fall, it's okay uh, to ask, you know, how do I say something? Do I refer to the person, you know, as black or African-American or how do you handle that? And (laughs) those are all really big conversations that a lot of people don't feel comfortable with. And it's easy. It's really easy to not do anything. It's easy to stay kind of in their fear. It's not easy to say, to, to stretch and, and, and kind of bounce out of that and go, you know what, Tamla, I'm not sure how to say this or how to ask it. And, and then she shares with me how. I mean, we had a conversation, her and I, about uh, three weeks ago, and I just owned it. And I said, Tamla, I'm struggling with this. You know, I'm struggling with how to say this and how to present this. And I'm, I'm, I'm not getting, uh, when I was talking about the event to um, sponsors and other people, and I'm like, how do I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm clearly not saying it right. And so she beautifully and graciously walked me through and we talked through it and some ideas and then boom, you know, the sky, op- the sky opened up and all of a sudden I was getting a better response for people. So, you know, I could have, could have sat there and continued to struggle with it or I could, like I did, own it and just go, help me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the difference, you know, the help me and how do I do this and let's change together um, is part, in my opinion, the movement of change. Um, but, and can, what, talk can about, I, go ahead. Can, mm-hmm. I just, can I just add really quick that uh, the movement of change also, it's very, it was very important for us to have, you know, the wonderful Olivia Clark um, to be a part of this and also the school district to be involved because history has showed us that all movements of change has happened through our young people. And I think that it's very, very telling to be able to have them on board and actually talk about changes that need to come and also where mistakes have been made and to hear their voices. So it's very, you know, because our young people are way ahead of the game when it comes to this, and they are absolutely amazing, um, and they're very caring 
um, when it comes to diversity and inclusion, and I think it's very important that they are always at the table um, because they're our future, and they're the ones who's going to not just make sure that that box is not checked and that this continues on. Hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, tell us, tell us how AEG or um, Dignity Health, if you want to, you know, bring it closer down. How are they making sure the box just isn't checked? You know, yeah. and, and go ahead. Yeah, we've we've actually we started our our DEI. Um, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion councils across the board at all of our venues and across the board with, we have an actual person that's um, a DEI of, uh, VP that's actually over. This was all in place and moving prior to all of this, um, like I was saying, because sports and entertainment was touching on these points prior to all of this happening. This just moved the needle a little faster to make sure that we were doing what we need to do. Um, and so, I, I mean, we, we have, we have uh, DI council meetings on a regular, even, you know, even though we're working from home, we still have our meetings touching point. And actually this um, starting in February, we're doing um, an AEG um, Black Heritage Month. And we're saying heritage, not history. We're doing Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. um, Working at the working, the the tagline is looking at the past and building for the future, um, and we're bringing people from the past that have made unbelievable change and partnering them up with people that are currently making change and putting them on these incredible podcasts and virtual events that's going to be shown at all of our AEG venues to our staff around the world. Um, and those type of programs, and then we have a women's event for Women's Month. We have, you know, Hispanic Heritage. We have all of these programs that have been happening throughout the year, and, you know, we're getting ready to kick um, the uh, the Black Heritage Month event. We're kicking it off on February the 3rd, the day before our Unity event, where we're actually having Dr. John Carlos speak um, you know, about the Olympics and him putting the black fist into the hand, um, into the air. And actually my husband, Steve Lewis, who is an Olympian in track and field, will be moderating that event as well. And so just those type of bringing the past and the present and talking to where we were, how, we, how we've done so far and what the future will bring. And I think that's unbelievable that the company would do that. And it, it's just for our staff. It's just for our employees around the world um, to yeah. take note. So it's just, it's just great to be um, a part of a movement for change. Um, and like you said, there's challenging moments. Everybody doesn't feel comfortable talking. Everybody doesn't feel comfortable. But you gotta. That's where the change comes from. You have to be uncomfortable. So, yep. yeah, you do. Um, talk. Um, uh, Tamla um, reached out and was able to um, bring her good friend and definitely a change maker, um, Kobe Jones, to the panel. Um, Tamla, we have about eight minutes left in the show okay. this morning. Do you do you want to show or uh, share? You know, um, your experience with Kobe and and what he's going to be able to bring to our conversation next week. Yeah, um, you know, Kobe is a legend in, of his own right. You know, Kobe um, is just a, a, a sweet person. He has an amazing family. Um, and he's been, he's been a part of that change movement for many years, um, you know, as being an African-American player in the MLS. And he's part of the Black Players for Change movement that's happening in the MLS. Um, he's also part of and invested in the Women's League, um, Angel City, you know, to to make sure that, that he's been a big supporter of wage changes for sports, for women, and, you know, making sure that they're getting the exact same pay that the men are getting. He's phenomenal in his own right, um, and I'm just super happy. He's family. You know, he played for the LA Galaxy for many years. So I've known Kobe for many years, and so I'm just happy that he was able to take a moment and be able to do this. And it's going to be a great thing. On you know, I look forward to everybody joining in when they if they can. I love it. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, so Joe, you know, we have 
we have yes. the young and so talented and bright Olivia Clark, best-selling author. Um, right. We have, you know, a, a, a superstar in the sports world and a change maker, Kobe Jones. We have, you know, a right. local change maker, Jen Fenton, the president of the school board, who is, you know, the, the, the Manhattan Beach Unified School District is committed uh, to making change, uh, not checking the box, to from the curriculum to their hiring practices uh, to everything. And then we have Tanya Monahan, who is a style influencer. She's a deputy editor for. South Bay Magazine. Um, she's ingrained in so much of the retail and fashion world in the South Bay and in Los Angeles. And, um, you know, is originally from South Africa, too. So she's, she brings this cultural experience to it. But they're all, um, other than Olivia, um, you know, they all are, live here. And they've been a part of this and are, right. are committed. I'm so excited. I mean, talk about I mean, the, the panel is really, we're going to be able to touch on so many different areas. It's going to be really a, a fun conversation uh, to see where it goes. Just like our, these podcasts, you know, the conversation kind of starts out right. here and then it always, right. you know, meanders and, and wanders somewhere else. And we never know exactly what's going to be said. We never know exactly where it's going to go or how one comment or conversation will stimulate another question or idea. Right. And, um, right. I, I'm really proud of the chamber and all of us, you know, doing this and, and really, mm-hmm. you know, creating change in the South Bay. And, um, I'm excited to see, you know, to hear the conversation next week. I really encourage everybody to, uh, you have to register in, uh, in advance, uh, to receive right. the zoom link. Um, it, you know, you can go to ManhattanBeachChamber.com and, and register. You will then get the zoom link. And it's free um, to everybody, thanks to our sponsors, which are right. um, Dignity Health Sports Park, Chevron, uh, SoCal Gas, you know, Connecta, and MBS uh, Media Campus, the studios. Um, because of their support, we're able to offer this free to anybody. And this is open to anybody. You don't have to be a chamber member. Um, you don't have to live here. Uh, we have people, you know, Olivia um, lives in Ohio. And we have people tuning in from there. I had somebody from New York call the office the other day saying, can we watch this? I'm like, absolutely. And please share it with your friends. Right. So um, I, I, I'm just um, really thrilled that this is getting attention on uh, a much larger scale than just, as we say, here in the bubble. Um, I think uh, it has yeah. a lot of attention. And it will be the first of, I think, many events of, of um, similar nature. What a wonderful opportunity for someone like me, a part of this local media movement, that we can provide these kinds of venues. Uh, This is a very intimate conversation. People can listen to it everywhere and feel that they are a part of this. This is a new world. The the whole COVID-19, what it has brought, it has accelerated the communications revolution uh, and uh, you're seeing it happening all over uh, and we, we need it. We need more communication. Uh, the, the, the standard line for me would be you can't spell community without unity. You can't spell communication without unity. It's, uh, it's wonderful to see this. Tamala, thank you so much. Tamala Lewis, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's thank you, Joe, for having me. It was truly an honor. And Kelly is wonderful. The Chamber is wonderful. I'm happy to be a part of this entire event, including um, the Chamber of Commerce. And I'm, I thank you for having me, truly, truly do. And everybody stay safe, be safe, mask up, <laughs> and let's get through this together. Mask up. <laughs> yeah. And I have, I, I have to say, Kelly Stroman, thank you for joining us today. You you are you are amazing, Kelly. This is not uh, without. Uh, I, I say this with with uh, certain pride. You are you are a part of the sixty year history, sixty plus year history of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, but at a a critical time. This is a mountaintop that you have overcome. It's amazing. <laughs> what you've done oh, I'm not people. over that mountain yet. 
You're not <laughs> over yet. Thank you. And we're still climbing. We're still climbing. And, you know, climbing isn't easy. Um, but it comes with its moments where you reach certain plateaus and you're like, wow, we did it. You know, we made it. Or, right. okay, now we got to keep going. So thank you. I want to give a shout-out to Carolina Dorado, my director of communications at the chamber in my right hand, because she came up with the tagline, you can't spell community without unity. And she brought that to me and to the committee and we were like boom that's perfect so um you know it it's is. it's not just me it's everybody included so um there you right. go right right what a wonderful conversation onward and upward the conversation continues unity is when kelly uh next thursday february 4th from 1 to 2.30 p.m. here um, on the West Coast, and you can sign up at um, com. You will see there's a big banner on our landing page to sign up. Um, it's free, and then you will get the Zoom link to tune in. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us today, Kamala uh, Kelly. Thank you for thank you. Uh, being here. Thank you, thank you Joe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have our, a beautiful weekend. That's our show today. Have a beautiful weekend. Bye-bye.